All right, let me hear from all of y'all. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh, hello. 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 Don't cut my hair. I'm drinking anymore. Welcome you to Porch Talk. This is your host, Alan. We are in Columbus, Mississippi. There was a house show here this evening. We had Gianni. He uh, did some hip-hop rap for us. Awesome. Yeah. The show was put on by Hartle Road. And we have the middle band here, and I'm gonna let them introduce themselves. Who are you? Whip appeal, appeal whip. Yeah, the whip appeal. The whip appeal. We are the one, two, three. Whip appeal. Whip appeal. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you? Sometimes, sometimes whip appeal. Sometimes the whip appeal. Sometimes a whip appeal. American whip appeal. The great American, the great American whip American appeal. <laughs> when, when it's more than six members. Uh, what are your names? Uh, is Amanda, Billy, Lily, and James. James Kors. <laughs> oh, you want a different name? Yeah. I say my own name. Okay. Say your own. Everyone go and say their name. Yeah, let's go around. <laughs> go around. You want me to start? Yeah. You want me to start? <laughs> What's your name? James. <laughs> James. My name is James Kors from Newton, Massachusetts, class of 09. Uh, and I'm Lily Bell. Wait, I wasn't done. <laughs> uh, from Newton, Massachusetts, class of 2011. <laughs> I'm Wild Bill Lior. Wild Bill. Wild Bill Lior. And who um, we got over here? I'm Amanda. I didn't mean to cut you off, Wild Bill. Well, and then I cut you off. That's okay. And who are you? Who am I? <laughs> I know, but he didn't introduce himself yet. Yeah, who are him. you and what are you doing on our porch? <laughs> yeah, by the way, this. No, we, he didn't we, say Alan, though. He said you're listening to Porch Talk. Uh, I'm at this show. He didn't say my name is Alan. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't listen at all. But you're my, on the record. <laughs> I know I'm on the we record, can, but I just don't want to be. <laughs> I know I'm on the record. I made the record. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Wild Bill, anything else? Nope, I'm good. And your introduction. Introduction. There so, you go. There you have it. There you have it. This is Amanda. <laughs> and we have Amanda. Class of, class of 09? No, I didn't graduate. You didn't graduate high school. That was, so I had to come up with a different introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any problem with that. I got a high set. Leads up to... Guys, I mean, y'all are doing what many would call uh, a bit of the American dream. Hell yeah. Uh, you're staking it out with friends, traveling, seeing the, seeing, seeing the country. And so, like, naming out classes or not finishing at that point doesn't matter. Yeah, you're right. True. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I don't think I got a lot of people from 09 that's going to listen in. I'm right here from 09. 09? 09 doing fine. Mm. <laughs> 08 full of hate. That's it. Y'all had some of the same banner that we did in high school. Like, remember that, like, going through and, like, picking out what the class chant was going to be? Uh-huh. Silly. I don't know who got to pick it out. I didn't pick I it felt out. like it was in a book. And then, like... Some committee like picked the top three, which was the absolute worst. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, but on this rhyme. Well, that's the middle, right? Meet your, that's what uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman as Lester Bangs in the movie Almost Famous said to the kid, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, you must be the star of your school. And he goes, no, they hate me. 
and Philip Seymour Hoffman has Lester Banks was like, well, you'll meet them all again on the long road to the middle. <laughs> and all sort of like the you know the, the bottom third, just like even out the road to like uh, like the road to mediocrity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're on we're on the road. The we're road to mediocrity. <laughs> so I mean, just just going back, if you feel like sharing, like what did life look like before? You know what? Yeah, let's 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 take a chance. I believe in this band. Let's go on the road. Like, was it like service job, or what, what were you into at that time before you like? Let's let's give music a shot. Ah oh, man, you don't. Oh, I don't know. I think we're always kind of doing music in the. Uh, I think we mix it up. It's it's not like we're, we we gave up everything to go on the road or anything like that. I mean, like Amanda and I are going to do this tour and then go up to do harvest work you know like uh, doing sugar beet harvest or whatever just to save money like we know it's not gonna I don't know I don't think I'm really but personally don't, I don't want to like like I don't know about you don't give, it you don't something. give up you don't give up shit to get to do the music yeah you just do it you just do it yeah, yeah like in, a, in addition to yeah or just, yeah that's a bit, that's a far better way to put it so like you mentioned like the harvest I mean what, what is that what's going on with that oh man and I go up and do like this uh we try to do like a harvest job, like an agricultural harvest job per year, um, just to save some money so we don't have to, you know, rely on music solely. So you don't have to settle at the middle? Yeah, so we don't have to settle at the middle, I guess. Like, <laughs> you know, I'd rather skim the bottom than settle exactly. at the middle. <laughs> well, we don't have to rely on, on, on music to sustain ourselves, right? So you don't have to... Then, then you can kind of do whatever you want. You have, like, total creative creative control control and don't have to like uh, pander to some idea of what people think is good or whatever like you know we just do whatever we want and have fun I think you know like when going out on the road like this especially as a band and like I've been blessed enough to do just a touch of touring but Mm -hmm. we head on to our jobs and we never left more than what a weekend would take us away from right and so I have no idea what this perspective is like but uh like, I think it's it's damn fascinating to be able to set out like that and just go with the boys, go with the girls. You're seeing the country. You're spending time together. And uh, when you get back, you're back. And, like, you have to think about all these... I don't know, like, you, you gave up going out. You gave up going out to eat. You, you put back money. You saved up for this. And, I mean, like, where, where we're sitting right now, being on this porch. On this like, porch. To, the get this, to get <laughs> yeah. this vehicle, right? Like, I mean, like, what is that well, like, James? I don't, I don't want to go out to eat. <laughs> uh, I'd, rather, I'd rather make tacos at home. And I think that, well, shit, I had some. What did you say before that? What do you give up? Oh, going yeah. back. I like. I don't know. I again. I know none of us are speaking for all of us, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I remember thinking like back. Like you don't like going on the road, going home. Like at a certain point, there's not really that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Like, like Billy and Amanda came to New Orleans to practice, and we did our we did our, like record practice, or we like practiced for a tour, and that wasn't like taking time out of the other things that we did it was like this is just like part of the life that we're doing right like it's not like like it's there there aren't there aren't there aren't the hard it, it's way easier i think when there aren't the hard lines when it's not like i'm on tour or i'm not on tour it's like i live like i still we, we still play shows when we're at home like still get go out and get drunk yeah we always tour in new orleans like, <laughs> yeah like it's not a, it's not a, it's like the, like the define it's way easier it's way easier to go out on tour when going out on tour is not like a divorce of your life mm-hmm. like my like the road like not the road and in, in like your yeah, the road well, goes on forever. The road goes and on forever. The party, and the party never, never ends. ends. <laughs> Fucking Robert O'Keen. Talk about front porch, right? Yeah. I was thinking about that when you said when you said the porch thing. There's, I love that Robert O'Keen Jr. The front porch song, and he's like, uh, "Where? That's Mississippi, right?" He's like, uh, "We're living in. Uh, oh no, uh, 
Texas, College Point te- or something. Aggies? Where are the Aggies at? Yeah, Texas A and M. Texas A and M. College Station. <laughs> college Station, right? And he's like, we lived on Church Street. And he's, oh, I love that. That was so inspirational to me, man. And he's like, he's like, uh, we used to uh, Sunday morning. We used to crawl out on the front porch amidst in our underwear, amidst four or five hundred beer empty beer cans, strap on a banjo and a guitar, and wait for the Presbyterians to come out of church. <laughs> so we could play him some gospel music. <laughs> I remember thinking about that in the, in the first place I lived in New Orleans on, uh, on um, Lopez, and there was a except because I would used to crawl out in my underwear, <laughs> crawl out onto the porch in my underwear. But the problem was it wasn't it wasn't a church; it was an elementary school. So I was like, I don't think I think I'm getting really the same like. Uh, um, same, the, yeah, the yeah. same inspiration here. <laughs> I see all those kids come out for uh, recess, and I'm like, I should put some pants on. <laughs> so, I mean, you mentioned Boston, uh, the two of you. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Like, how did how did it wind up in New Orleans for y'all? Everything ends up in New Orleans. Hell washes down the Mississippi. Do you think yeah. it has anything? Do you have, Do you think it has anything to do with the river? Yeah. Like uh, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard stories about music, and this goes back history of you know, just our country. Mm-hmm. Is when you think about the blues, yeah, it was always near the Mississippi River, which it, is crazy because they went right. up the river. It went like, up to Chicago, but like starting in New Orleans, going up river, St. Louis, and but going up river is so, like. Man, I remember thinking about that like as a kid going on, like going even before tour, just going on the road, just like traveling. It's like you go west, like that. All the literature, all the like the like the, the mythology of America is like go west, young young yeah. son or whatever. Like go west. Like what? Are the, what? Are, what? Are people from California do when they get itchy? They go east. <laughs> go east. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Go to Japan. There's only so far west you can go. Yeah. <laughs> but you can go south. Mm. So that's maybe that's why like there's like California kids, there's Massachusetts kids, there's Texas kids, Arizona, Minneapolis. Everybody's like but you they're all in New Orleans. They go to New Orleans, right? You don't go to Boston and meet a bunch of kids from California unless they're going to fucking uh, like uh, Emerson, and then they go back to California and make movies. Johnny Cash went down the river. Down the I river. I followed you, big river. Yeah. Right on. And so, uh, I mean, just, I've been really impressed, like, just because I'm local to this area and seeing, like, you know, y'all were at Munson & Brothers, y'all just popped up there, and I saw a post, I mean, Munson & Brothers is a big part of this uh, town we're in, Columbus, big part of the downtown scene, and I see the pop-up, I'm in Starville, and I was like, I don't have a clue who that is, but I want to see it. Like, uh, I mean, you look like some guys that I wanted to see play, and... Y'all were at Munson Brothers, so I knew it was going to be dope. And so, like, uh, is there is that a sense of adventure? Like, just popping in, like, towns? Or, like, are you led? Or how does that work? Are you lit? <laughs> are you led? Oh. I led, I said, are you lit? Oh. Yeah, we got, we got all lit. We all fucked yeah. up. We yeah. were like, fuck lit? it. We'll go to Munson Brothers. This looks like a place where the, all the drunks will show up. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's not true. Uh, well, we've, we've all had individually and communally have luck, like, just showing up to places mm-hmm. on the road and, like, asking to play. Or people, like, seeing that, or, like, people being like, oh, are you guys a band? Actually, when <laughs> yeah. we got to that town, there was a guy on the street, and he happened to be the first person that we saw. And we asked him uh, where we should try to just walk in and play, and he said Munson Brothers. And we went well, over there, and they were no, like, No, he said yeah. a, beer a beer garden. He said there's a beer garden down the he road. He said both. Yeah. But also, oh, be- yeah. before because that, before in, that, someone else told us. In Starkville, that. we played at yeah. um, Dave's Dark, Dave's Dark Horse. Dark Horse and the, the, a guy there was like, y'all should go check out Munson and Brothers. So you're just, following, you know, you're following, following people so in the town. It's like there's not many. It sounds to me like there's not that many places where it's like, right. you know, if you right. ask someone who knows what's up, like so you you're gonna up. hear all the places, you like maybe within one conversation. So guys, following in the y'all are yeah. headed north also, tomorrow, right? Memphis. Yeah. Is that yeah, right? we're going yeah, to Memphis tomorrow. Memphis. So um, y'all may not be able to hit it, but I wanted to bring this up because like what y'all just shared reminds me of Birmingham, Alabama. Have y'all ever played there? No. no. 
Yeah, yeah we played the the Whippenfield oh. played in Birmingham one time at um, Little Italy's by chance. No, shit. I don't remember it's called, but I remember it because it was the first time they had a marquee, like the marquee with like the letters and stuff. The wow. Nick. The Nick. Yeah, we played the Nick. That was not. Yep. Yeah, that was with Buck Palace and Hanna Barbarian. Here of the van. And it was fucking crazy because it was like right after. Right oh, after, yeah. I don't know who, what college it would have been, Old Miss or something. Like, it would have just been, or no, no, the no. Nick, Alabama. So it was like, whatever, what's the Alabama, big... Alabama, dude. Al, what's the, what's... <laughs> <laughs> University of Alabama. So Alabama played, who, whatever, it was like, sorry, not whatever. They, there was a, sh- a big football game. It was like the end of, like, the football season. The Iron Bowl. And, and the... Or maybe a national championship. And the sound engineer who was running it. He he was like Lost yeah he was like I've been up for, no no they had just uh, the Alabama 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 team had just won the night before after like all these games and so he and he said he had been up on Molly for like four days <laughs> and then he was coming to do the sound for us like this random band from Massachusetts at that time we were based out of Massachusetts and like. Yeah, the Nick. Yeah, and that was the first time that the whip, the whip appeal was written in the marquee. Yeah. Um, was that? That was hit with is Bar- that what you were gonna suggest? Or? Uh, no, I was gonna suggest another place, but um, there's this place in Birmingham. They call it Five Points. Uh, there's this little pizzeria. They they sling beer. It's a great bar. Uh, we love pizza. You might. <laughs> I can try to find them. <laughs> okay, just come on. What? With what? More beers? I didn't see very many. Yeah, we're we're getting thin here. Yeah, getting. But if but, we want to uh, pass this around, it's a pizzeria, and they have you know beer. But they have the greatest open mic, and so many stories like what you're telling. Like we pop into town, we just ask the locals. It's like, hey, where could we go get a show? Where could we go play? Mm-hmm. Like y'all were sharing about Starble with Dave Dark Horse. Yeah. That is exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is exact. Cool. Monster Brothers. That is exact. Like, yes. And so, like, Little Italy's in mm-hmm. Birmingham. You'll meet Little Italy's. Little Italy's. Uh, you will meet some of the. Can someone remember that? Mm-hmm. Little Italy. Little Italy. It's got like a chef's records. Oh yeah. And what was? The, yeah. Chef's records in Fulton, Mississippi. Yeah. 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 You said that. Earlier. Yeah. We'll go there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go check it out. Go okay. Give them some records. But uh, I mean, a lot of respect for that. Like, that's that's really getting it. You're like you're pulling into a town you've never been to, and you're like just asking locals, like, we want to make some music. For sure. Where do we go? Like. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. look that stuff up on the internet. Yeah. Like, like what's really going yeah. on? Yeah. you can look up like who plays um, live music, but not yeah. where should we play. Yeah. You know, not like tonight, which was a great turnout. We you played a house party. Sixty-five people were here. Totally. What a success! Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was and, uh, Max it was and fun. Toby. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. And everyone who was here, like, I felt like because you got a, you did a good enough job engaging the community. Going to Munson Brothers was the greatest thing that you could do. A lot of people who were, yeah, it was really cool to see people from that show show up here. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, yeah, and and even just like, yeah, the last couple and days. And they told their people, friends. Yeah, yeah. And your sound was perfect for the situation. So Which, where does the sound come from? You said you had a story for this. Boston. Where does the sound come from? No, I made up a story for how the band got together. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I made one up. I haven't heard this. What is it? It was, uh... Oh, speak it. Me and Billy were on the road and playing a, um, a busking tour. And we were driving out of New York up to um, Providence, and this other, this other van pulled up next to us and started shooting us with super servers. And we looked across, and it was Lily and Amanda who were on their who were on their own tour. Wait, that was your dream last night? No, no that's, that's how the band that's got together. He just made a fictitious story based on a true story that's actually oh. really cool. That's but actually, <laughs> just like a yeah, just like a rearrangement of a true story. Well, that's that's how, so I mean, that's how. <laughs> but, it, but he's well. That's how you make it, right? Context. That's because I'm reading that Car- I'm reading that Carter's that Carter family book, and uh, and the guy, uh, uh, Reedy or something. Shit, I don't remember, but 
and he's like he's like trying to do but the he wants these bands he's like doing this like search for these bands right and but and all these people are playing like cut co- like covers and stuff or whatever you call it and he's asking them if they have any originals because he wants the originals because he's getting the copyright on them so mm-hmm. he wants bands that have original songs so that he mm-hmm. can get the copyright and actually make some oh. big money oh. and the carter family is like the band that shows up and they're like really good but they also are like yeah we we have our own songs mm-hmm. even though a lot of those songs are just like slight reworkings oh, of traditional, traditional songs yeah. but they present them as these are our songs mm-hmm. which is what like oh, what's the guy's them. name there's that, that tv guy and bob dylan's playing and the guy's like uh mm-hmm. he's like um oh so you used to do a lot of covers <laughs> Uh, and Bob Dylan's like, yeah, I used to do a lot of covers. And he's like, but now you play your own songs. And Bob Dylan goes, yeah, they're my songs now. <laughs> <laughs> they're my songs now. So, just from come, I come from uh, Alabama, small town, like population a little bit over 300. Whoa. Um, growing up around Boston, like the, the total difference of life had to be vastly different between you and I, mm-hmm. or most of you, and I'd love to hear from you, mm-hmm. is, um, like, how did you get into music? Because for me, it was um, just riding in the truck with my dad, and he would play, like, his CDs, right? Mm-hmm. What kind like, of how CDs? Did what kind of CDs Oh, the, the band Alabama? No, uh, did your dad have? No, the band Alabama. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, Leonard Skinner, of course, Southern Rock. Southern Rock. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of country, really. Like, George Strait, that, yeah. that style, you know. Um, but, I mean, that wouldn't go on to be, like, the style of music that I would be into or play, but mm-hmm. that's how I got into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it led on from there, like, the style I'm into now was, it came through high school, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, I had an older brother, and when he got his driver's license, riding with school with him. Yeah. You'd listen to what your older brother and his friends were listening to. And then on after school you might ride home with your friend and And then you get a you get a different side of it. Yeah, interesting. So I mean what about music for y'all? I mean how did it like how did you find your, you know, sound, like what you wanted to sound like? I can so relate to that car thing and like driving to school with your friend, like 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 not all of a sudden not you know, someone's in the car and it's not an adult and they're in charge and you're in there with them and then they put on their music and it's yeah. like... Something to it, like, right? Different world. Yeah, yeah, with my friend like Michael Ramos, he would put on like the distillers and then we would go skip school and it was like... Yes! And, <laughs> and then I was working at IHOP and my friend Andrew, he would like, wait, um, and we'd go drive around and he had like a really nice sound system in his car and he put on like Joanna Newsom and Animal Collective and stuff and we'd just like drive around and smoke weed and be like cool. like uh, with the music and all that was great yeah. check this thing. out so y'all ever heard of Lil White like back in high school we would listen he's a white rapper mm. he had this uh, popular song like Oxycontin and he would, like, the chorus was, like, naming off, like, prescription drugs that you would take to get screwed oh up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to be in town next weekend. Like, uh, another podcast in this town is bringing him down. Mm-hmm. And it totally takes me, because, like, when we went to house parties like this or, like, parties in high schools, that was what was playing. So it's going to be so nostalgic, yeah, awesome. you know? You just, just how, like, just how music, like, music is so transcendent over everything, it mm-hmm. seems, right? Like, I, I'll never forget, like, uh, the first song that y'all played, I think is the name of the record. Sheltered by Sin. Yeah. I'll, I'll never forget the first time I heard that. Like, I really enjoyed that. And then the, the third song, um, I, I really enjoyed your bass line. And, like, you dropped out playing guitar. You picked the drums up, and you were like... Huh. I don't remember which one. Dude, it was like... <laughs> we're so bad at remembering. Like, the second and just, one was over. And just the yeah. style that y'all were playing this evening, like, you know... Was it chiller Fishing? Fishing. Oh, it was fishing. Fishing, fishing. Yeah. 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 Fishing. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was definitely it. That was the line. Yeah. And, like, I really connected with y'all on that song. Yeah. Well, you wrote that song not far from here. <laughs> yeah. In uh, Hardy yeah. County, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, fishing, not catching. 
fishing. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we were at the farm, and Marshall was t- with his dad was there, and his dad was like, "Well, I took Marshall out to go hunting, and I kept telling him it's hunting, not sh- not shooting." <laughs> like, yeah. And and That's but then point. but then but then Mar- the first they're like within like 15 minutes a deer came by and Marshall shot it. Oh. <laughs> got it. Shot it right away. <laughs> and so I was like, well, it's not always going to be like this. It's not always going to be so easy. What's what's it like with the uh, the process of songwriting? Uh, personally, uh, a lot of time I'll approach the lyrics first is poetry, and if it's if I play with it enough with a melody, I might be able to build a song. And I rarely have those lightning moments to where the music and words come at the same time. Like, with songwriting, how, what's the approach? Mm-hmm. It's James' question. These folks no, are well, we well, 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 but we all write songs. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I, I well, definitely the spearhead words. the songs, yeah. maybe. For spearhead the, the songs for this band. Yeah, so, so I guess I guess some of them start as like seeds or something that you, you, you come up with. Come up right? with like one line. Yeah, one one line, like sheltered by sin, you took me in. And then and then like years later after yeah, James Simon, just like, like that, well, hey, how did that, that, so that, how did that, how did that sheltered by sin like You're just like, that song doesn't yeah. exist. Okay, let's... Yeah, that was okay, exactly right. Yeah, so that <laughs> you know, song, na- yeah, the the title track of the record, the first song, and it's like eight and a half, like nine minutes long. And I, <laughs> the, the first year I was living in New Orleans, and I was staying at this one place, and uh, just like doing songs on like a computer, like solo. And I can't, and I can't. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm up with that, that lick, or like the, the, the chord progression and the lyric. Just a chorus lyric, Shelter Press in, you, you just playing around in a garage band? Was it the bass No, Audacity, man. Audacity. Oh, yeah. We talked about this. Audacity. I'm all about Audacity. <laughs> um, and I just couldn't, and, the, and then there was the beat, that other, like that bridge, that weird bridge section at the beginning. Uh, and when you told him he was alive, you told yeah. him he was a lie. Uh-huh. He wasn't, but he thought himself alive for a while. But I had, and I couldn't write anything else for it, and I was like, "This is gonna be a good song," but I can't write it. <laughs> How is it? And then we were recording the record at the Pearl in New Orleans, and like did a bunch of songs and stuff. And then Amanda was like, "What about that song Sheltered by Sin?" And I was like, "That's not a song. Like that's just a like all. It's just like a, a like a line. It's like a chorus. It's so just a line." And I'm like, "Well, let's try it anyway." And Poji who was doing the recording for that, he was like, all right, well, let's just, like, whatever. He pressed record, and we just... And then, just, like, improvise. I just improvised all... Like, all of the lyrics for that, other than the chorus, were improvised at the recording. <laughs> so I did do an overdub of the vocals. Pretty, pretty and we sang them. But, like, all of that... That song was an improvised song. Just in the moment when we were recording... Like, we're doing the record, and we're all just trying to be in it. Yeah. So that, but and in ages, so that's one. And but like you talk about like how you write a song, it's like they're all different. Mm, yeah, there's like, no one approach, right? And some people do like you, like I don't know, like read about like authors that are like, well, I write for four hours in the morning, and then I take a break, and then I write for four hours in the evening. Which I think is really good to like, like Billy and Amanda have been doing this thing where they like write their three pages in the morning, just to like start getting them. Fucking mind mm. going. Jump. Yeah. But yeah. I think when you write, I mean, I don't know. But I think that that songs come from all over the place. What do you think about the ten thousand hour rule? I, I think that's what you're hitting around. Like, in, I don't know. In, I, don't, in, I don't buy into that personally. I think okay. it's good to do whatever you want to do. I think all it's the good time, to do whatever you want to do possible. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good to just do whatever I want <laughs> all the time. I think about it like I think about it like batting averages. Like well, I think okay. about like, gu- like guided by voices. You yeah. know, uh, I forget the oh, I forget the lead singer's name, but you know, the, he was just like, yeah, I'll write like like five songs a day. You know, like one of them is gonna be good, or you know, like, if you just like. 
you just right, write a hundred songs, like you know, like like yeah. one of them is gonna be good. Like for for me, like and I'm not a great songwriter, yeah. but like if I write like a thousand songs, maybe like a couple of them are gonna be good. Yeah, like yeah, if, yeah. If, if if like someone's particularly creative, like they write a, a thousand songs and like you know like a hundred of them would be good, you know, like, like yeah. ten, like one out of ten, that's like great. I mean, that's one of like the basement tapes you know. with like Bob Dylan, they're finishing un, you know, mm-hmm. Bob Dylan songs that weren't finished, about. things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't I mean, like and it, I think that's, that, there's a lot of beauty in that. Just, just churning them out, you know, and yeah. just seeing, seeing what happens. And yeah. it's crazy yeah. to think about that in reference to baseball, because like, like the best batting average, like nobody hits 400, right? Right. Maybe they do. I don't know. What's four hundred? It's four an out achievement. Of, four you out know, of like ten. Most, most guys are like, four. It's like if you hit two hundred. If you hit three hundred, if you hit three hundred, which is three out of ten, if you're insane, less. Like, it's a, that's less than a third. You're one. You're like you're the great. You're like great. Right. Yeah. Just Absolutely. quit worrying about it and do it. Mm-hmm. That is a way. Yeah. Well, and also I think like because with with this band like. I mean, sh- like shit. When we, what do we play at? When we played at um, Amsterdam in Tupelo, we played for like two hours, and there's that dude from San Francisco. He's like, Those are all originals. I was like, yeah, we got like probably like 30 more songs we could play, and that's not even all of our songs. It's just the ones we remember before we left on tour. Yeah. <laughs> but the good ones, like that's like tonight. We were really. I mean, I felt really really strong tonight. set. And we were playing. I was like, try, we were playing the songs, and that like. Like Lily said, like the like the good lyrics will stick. Like you don't always have to write them all down. You don't have to memorize your lyrics because yeah. a lot of, at least in this band, like a lot of the lyrics are impro- improvised. Um, and sometimes it's really nice to write them down, but a lot of times you just keep playing it, and the things that are good will stick around. What yeah. do you think about the idea of fear and loathing with uh, lucid thinking on songwriting like that? Hmm. What? What? What do you mean? You I mean, ever I, seen the movie Fear and Loathing yeah, in Las yeah. Vegas? I used to keep that book in my glove box. Okay. That yeah. Book, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is like it was it was a lucid thought. Hmm. It was it was lucid journalism. What do you mean? Just like, he, he like was stream of consciousness. Kind stream of? of consciousness, but also in the midst of living in it. Yeah. Mm. I think it's, a, that it's what you're cool. doing. That is cool. That's a cool way to write a thing. But also, he's like recording constantly, which is I think important. Always record. Right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So you can so, the, so you can catch that good stuff. Like a lot of like always the, pay attention too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pay not attention. like necessarily literally recording, but like paying attention to like what's going on in your head. What do you think about like noticing. right now with this surrounding? We have the cicadas. Like, you ever find oh. yourself like when you're pulled off in this truck and you like you hear a songbird and it just gives you a melody? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Songbird nice. giving <laughs> you a melody. Sounds, sounds Makes nice. You live I, in the country. I feel like. Uh, that hasn't happened on this tour so far. It, it's yeah. been kind of, t- uh, we haven't been making any new things on this tour. I think well, it's because it's, it's so much, it's, it's well, a there's driving a in the it. way you tour, right? You're, dri- you're driving a record. It's not about new music at this time. It's about selling that record. That's well, kind of true. To some I mean, degree, but it's also, I think we find new things in the songs, maybe. I mean, I think we're playing the songs better now than we played them on the record, unfortunately. In some ways, I'm just gonna work. But that's out. like when you're like like talking about Sheldon by Sin. Like the first time that song was played, the first time that song that song as it stands now mm. was played, is pretty much the song that you hear when you put that record on. The first song on that record is Sheltered by Sin, and you're essentially hearing the first time we ever played that song. And so we like as we play it more, like we figure out how it actually goes. Mm. Well, I like yeah, the yeah. saying, uh, my friend, this had him wearing Abe Partridge. He's, he uh, tells a story about a song that he wrote. He said, I wrote it in 20 minutes, mm-hmm. but it took me six months to learn it. Yeah, oh, right. Yes, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly how Definitely. I feel about these. Um, about every, pretty much every song in this band is that it takes, it takes years to fucking to learn the songs. I mean, but that freedom... Right, and I think it takes a lot to be brave, you know, to take those chances like that. Yeah, eventually you just gotta put it out, you know. Like, I mean, you can't, you can't be, but like, oh, I'm just gonna wait till it gets to the yeah, the certain state. Like, like, you just gotta put it out eventually. Yeah, I know. I definitely know bands that are like sit on records for like years at a time. And um, what's it like with you right now? 
uh, as a band, like, is there a label behind this, or are y'all completely indie? Pretty much. We really call it Whip Appeal Records. We put out <laughs> records by the Whip Appeal. <laughs> There's this uh, really sweet guy, uh, Rob, in New Orleans. He has this label he's, he's building called Full Tilt Records. Building. And he got involved after the record was already done and already, like, being pressed. And he's been really supportive and, like, helpful and, like, like, you know, he's like, well, you guys are going on tour. Like, let's, he looked up all these record shops in the towns we were playing. Oh, and he's like, man. we should send them posters. We should send them records. And he's, like, got some, like, emailing and, like, some things down that I at least am not super. Or I wouldn't think it. to do. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know what. So, so, shouts out to Rob from Full Tilt. Um, but, yeah. What about the, the process itself? Like, um, I mean, I, I love, like, halfway through the show, you, you talked a little bit about the sound and how you travel with little amps. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just the, the size of your drum set and, like, throwing the blanket over a three-quarter piano is, like, yeah, I really respected, cool. like, like what y'all are pushing. Like, was that natural at first? It's definitely, or, like, a minimalist setup. Yes. You know? Yes. And it's, like... It makes me. I was just seeing their amps. That was so you know, inspiring. Road. Yeah. It was kind of crazy, like like a little bit intimidating. It was so cool. But also, it's like it's 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 like the the songs stand like regardless of your. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. I feel yeah, like you know, like yeah. I think but it's. Tones were. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, you but, did a you, y'all did a fine job of making an electric set. Like you had an electric bass, electric guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, drums, pianos, acoustic, of course, but. You did a fine job of making something electric at a house show, very personable. Yeah. To where it felt like I was the only person in the room. No mm. way. <laughs> I mean, it was a job well done. Nice. Clint, I mean, what do y'all think? I mean, the show tonight was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. yeah. Put you in the spot. <laughs> I mean, but well uh, done. I think I think uh, I, I think maybe I don't know. We haven't talked about this, but like the the idea of like a warmth, kind of like a, trying for like a warm sort of like a real sounding sort of thing is, is maybe probably important important well, to us. Intimacy, sort of right? like yeah. intimacy yeah, like and, and just like a family and, and just kind of like a. Not like down, like I don't want to say like down home or whatever, but like uh, we just like we got what we got, and we're just gonna do it with what we got. Yeah, you know, and, and I don't know, you know. Yeah, we need we would need a bigger van if we were gonna play with bigger amps. Yeah, and if we played bigger amps, we played bigger venues, and we need a bigger, faster vehicle to get that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know, like you know, you, just, you keep expanding it, or, 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 or you, you do you with, have with a what you got. You, you know? have like a personal ability. Mm-hmm about yourselves uh, to come up into a town such as Columbus and really connect with the with the people who would be interested in the show. But y'all are so sweet here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to do really shit. Yeah, We even got to park in the driveway. Town, though, you were asking the right, where do we go to find these people? You, yeah. Well, Jamie, Jamie helped us yeah, a lot from the final lines. He really liked yeah, put a lot of shows together for us and reached out to people and like people trust him because he knows how to put together a good right. show, you know. So I don't want to keep you up all night. Uh-huh. I appreciate you loaning out the porch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, thank you, Toby and uh, Max yeah. Hartle. Yes. Just Hartle Road and band. Check those fuckers out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got three questions to walk it out of the door. Okay. Right. Walk Number it out. One, where can people go to support what you're doing as far as uh, uh, getting a hold of your record, mm. your music, and also following where you're going to be next? What does that look like? What, uh, Buck Palace, or the original German band, made a website. It's called whipappeal.biz. Whipappeal.biz. <laughs> and I think it says, if you want to buy the Whipappeal record, contact the Whipappeal. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, and that's all it's I think, no, it says this site is is hosted and maintained by Buck Palace. That's funny. But it doesn't give any context. But, but no, you can no, no. So you can go to Bandcamp. <laughs> yeah, the Whipappeal no, Bandcamp? It's, it? it's bandcamp.com. Okay. And also social media, where do they go? Whipappeal69. Instagram. On Instagram. But oh. we're not really that... 
Well, we got some stuff up there. Amanda made a really cool video of us playing in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Does that work as far as like finding out where you're gonna be? Uh, yeah, our tour poster is on there. I don't think I We're put the tour poster. We're playing Memphis tomorrow at Yeah, we can just tell people right now. Memphis tomorrow at High Tone Cafe. Uh, What's the next that, the 19th? Day, uh, no, tomorrow. Yeah, the 19th. What's today? I think today is the 19th oh, and tomorrow is the 20th. And then oh, yeah. the next day will be the 21st in Tecumseh, Missouri, which is Sunday. Uh-huh. And then Cincinnati. Um, and if anyone would like to book us in between then, <laughs> we'll be happy to play anywhere between Tecumseh, Missouri and Cincinnati, Ohio, which includes southern Illinois, northern uh, western Kentucky, and Ohio. And, um, and then we're playing in, yeah, Cincinnati, we're playing in Dayton on Friday, which is the 26th, maybe? Yeah, the 26th, August 26th, we're playing in Dayton. There's a pizza place, which we're going to get a large pie. And then Detroit. And then we're playing Detroit the 28th. At Outer Limits. At the Outer Limits. And then Ann Arbor, the Eleanor's Backyard in Ann Arbor, yeah. Michigan. And then, and then and then we'll be playing in New Orleans, man. We'll play at BJ's Lounge. Oh, you forgot about Bloomington, Illinois. Oh, playing Bloomington Peoria, and Peoria. Illinois. On like the, the 1st and the 3rd of September. And we would love to play Chicago, Kalamazoo. Yeah, we'd love to play Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, but really, I don't know, man. I, I, think with the I didn't get it. I didn't get on. It didn't get into. Like people said, do you want to work? And I said, I didn't come to New Orleans to go to work every day. And I didn't start a. Oops. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't come out on tour to, with a band to uh, to be on the phone all the time. So, so I think honestly, I think it's a, the best advice comes from Buck Palace on Whippeepeel.biz. Just contact. <laughs> Which Just is like get call. in touch. Yeah. Right on. Eight eight five seven three three four seven five one seven. Give me a call. There you go. Can't hear him. And uh, uh, hotline. If you want to get in touch with ours, it's one eight hundred. Fun shit. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, question two, more serious. Oh shit! Uh, I thought, we were, I thought we were, that seemed like the end. But okay, <laughs> keep going, keep going. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're, we're walking out. Yeah, we're walking we're out. out. We're walking out slow though, which yeah, is right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I want to know about homesickness. Hmm. Homesickness. What? Well, when, man, you th when you think about home, what comes to mind? Amanda and I don't. Amanda and I don't get homesick because we, we live home. in our van <laughs> and we are at home right now. <laughs> Welcome <Yeah>. home. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Got to try to get over. Is it home? Right you come home too? Oh yeah, we didn't play home. Hey, yeah. if I hit it out of the park. And you can't find me. Sorry. I think that's the same as like as a, as a that's a similar question of like uh, when you go on tour when you come back and like I'm excited and to go like back. you don't get like, yeah uh, I like going back I like going forward mm. but like you don't it's not like I mean it's really nice to to be surrounded by friends but then you come to a place like this and like everybody's super fucking nice and, and you're you like found home here yeah right? and yeah. I don't think I think that when you when you at least for me like when you like establish your life as something that is is like moving around a lot like yeah. you know I miss my mom I love my mom I'm gonna go up to see my sister's about to have another baby I'm gonna go up there and see her about that but it's right. like that's not I mean that's home in, in a certain sense but like New Orleans is home in a certain sense yeah. and like this bus is home in a certain sense so right. this is cool when you travel to different places and you're or just like very yourself and, and just I mean, it sounds cheesy. Yeah. Whatever. Like, no, that's all, right, though, all the weirdos that's what you come out of the, all the weirdos come out of the woodwork, and you're like, oh, word! Like this, this whole scene in Columbus, like mm. with all these cool people yeah. who are supportive, and it's like, oh wow, this Didn't is like know, know everyone's friends that. here. It's yeah. great, you know. A part bigger that question, though, and, you know, like a lot of people like going like introvert, extroverted, like mm -hmm. do nights like tonight. Um, re-energize you or does it just drain you I think this is a good show it was a I think great it was a really show. good show I think this is this is one of the better be, better shows best shows we played all day yeah best show we played all day <laughs> right. was, you know I really don't get to see like like that one that band was freaking awesome I don't get to right. see that yeah. ever like I love bands like that but I always listen to them through the earbuds yeah mm -hmm. see you a lot question three last one out the door. What was your favorite part of this interview? Ah. I, 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 I think you're good. You're nice to talk to. Yeah. Appreciate it. 
Yeah. My favorite part of this interview is the smell of these kerosene, kerosene lanterns. lanterns cuz it reminded me of when I first well no I first met Billy in Boston and I didn't trust him because we were in Boston and in Boston you don't trust people you don't know. <laughs> and then I met him again in New Orleans and me and him and Luke who plays guitar Luke Bird we, we moved in together and we started reading Finnegan's Wake and throwing getting fucked up on Evan Williams and throwing knives in the wall and, and Billy with that 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 carnival season Billy was rolling around with a, with a with a lantern all the time and the smell that smell was like whether we were just going to the liquor store to buy another bottle of Evan Williams or whether we were going out to parades or whatever that that smell of that lantern was always there and super it was super hot I have a tattoo of the lantern yeah. near my heart <laughs> <laughs> because I'm lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, oh that'll do it. So <laughs> right. Another episode of Porch Talk. Thank you. Tell us goodbye. Thanks, Alan. Thank you. Thanks, Alan. Bye. Appreciate you. Good night, everyone. How was that? Na na na. My mom calls me Boo Boo. <laughs> or Booby. It's kind of like.